What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. Super excited, as always, bringing you a very dynamic guest doing incredible things in this world, which we need more of. He is an engineer by a career. He is also a veteran who was in the U.S. Army, served 12 years of service to our great country. He is a marathon runner and is now the founder of the Lift and Shift Foundation. Please welcome Tom Smoot. Tom, thank Hi. you for hey. joining us today. I'm excited. Yes, I'm, I'm fired up. I'm pumped. I've, I've been waiting for this. Yes. Well, we've already had a great conversation and prior to recording. And as I stated, I'm, you know, I, I love our veterans very near and dear to my heart. I am, you know, team USA all the way, regardless of all this crap that's been happening in the past couple of years. Um, and so I just want to say thank you for your service. And I know my, my audience appreciates you as well. So I like to, I want to kind of get into, um, you know, your service in the army and like, cause I think that's what has brought you to creating this incredible foundation. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your career as a, as a, in the military? Oh gosh. Um, wow. It feels like a different life. Well, I, I mean, at this point I've been out longer than, uh, just about as long as I was in this. So I, I left, uh, about a decade ago. Wow. Wow. That's, uh, that's weird to say sometimes, but, um, uh, so I joined the army actually um, before 9-11. I, I, I wanted to go back to school. I, I was a bartender at a beach resort and, uh, you know, my, my, wow, my parents, bartender beach resort. <laughs> I did. I, 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 so uh, true story. I, I, I worked with, a, you know, a bunch of, a bunch of kids, a bunch of 20 year old kids. And, and they were all, you know, coming for the summer because they were off from school and, I was a local. I lived there year round. I, I I wasn't going back to school. I wasn't leaving when when summer was over. So I wasn't going off to do like like all these cool things. So I I, I realized after a few seasons, a few cycles of of seeing new kids over and over and over again that I was going to end up being this like uh this this forty year old guy you know bartending yeah. with all these kids if I didn't change if I didn't do something and I wanted more out of life than that and I. I I, I looked around, I started doing things, I wanted to go back to school. Um, and eventually, I, I, I didn't know how to pay for school. So I, 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 I signed up, I joined the army. Yeah. And, and um, lucky me, I, I joined in 99, got through basic training, uh, uh, fell, fell into a, a civil affairs uh, job in the, the army. And, uh, you know, just a few months later, these these a holes crash buildings or crash into buildings with planes and things and uh, you, you know they kind of turned my life upside down at that point I was not going back to school um, I was I was newly married my my ex wife and I we ran to the courthouse on September fourteenth uh, to get married because we knew that we were going to go overseas somewhere uh, um, it was just like, like nonstop deployments yeah uh, yeah and in fact I remember one day. Um, uh, her and I had had assignments. My ex-wife and I had assignments in Europe, and and we were going and replacing each other for training exercises. So we met in the airport, exchanged kids and hugs and things. Uh, I took the kids, went home for like a month, and she wow. went off to Europe. Uh, you know, and in the airport. So uh, just just uh, amazing experience in general and and i i i'm not mad i'm a bitter i i still tell people to join the army i i, I loved what i did I, I i had the best job in the army civil affairs is, is an amazing uh role uh, and 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 uh occupation to 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 do um 
but it's it, I mean it, it took a toll on 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 me and and I I can't I can't say that that you know I was alone I had I had two deployments uh, overseas but uh, you know I, I just a couple of weeks ago I talked to a, a marine guy who had had like ten deployments so um, you know it, it it wasn't it's not just my story it, it's, yeah. it's it's a story you'll hear over and over and over from people who you know um enlisted around 9-11 or because of 9-11 and uh well enlisted in general i mean i and that's why i think it's so important to support veterans um you know my my brother i don't he didn't enlist around that time but he you know he was in for two tours and when he came back to being a civilian he like it took many years for him to really like kind of come back to normal and find some happiness so, you know, I think it's just, I think it's in general from what you guys get exposed to. Oh, yeah, yeah. Without a doubt. Um, there's, 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 it's not just, a, you know, exposure in combat. It's, it's, it's the, the training environment, uh, yeah. constantly being ready. There's this, there's this like weight on people, even when you're not deployed, because you know, somebody's going to be expecting things from you uh, in the future. Um yeah, it, it it's 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 wild. It's it's wild, and and I look back at at that experience sometimes and think, wow, I actually did that. I, I yeah, it doesn't it doesn't feel like me. So, um, yeah, yeah it, it's 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 weird to kind of look back and and sure. realize it was a different life. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think we all kind of go through some experiences like that in our lifetime. Hopefully, we're continuing to evolve and grow, and you know, experience new things. So, you were diagnosed with uh, PTSD, and so how did you deal with that and kind of come out of that? Because a lot of so a lot of veterans that struggle with that, you know, they end up taking their own lives and getting involved in different things that aren't very beneficial for them. Yeah, yeah, that that's that's true. And uh, to 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 be completely open and honest about it, I, I I've talked to uh, you know the, the VA and 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 people at like Wounded Warrior Project. When I when I I talk to other veterans, I'm I'm very very open about the fact that I struggled with symptoms of PTSD before I was ever diagnosed with it. It took me about a year uh, before I went to talk to people. I, I went to the VA. Um, my I was I was a reservist at the time. My ex-wife was uh, assigned to um, Hawaii, so we lived in Hawaii. So I went to Tripler, um, and the, the docs, you know, started telling me, "Well, we don't, we're not going to tell you you don't have PTSD, but we think you should come back and talk to the docs." And and once I did this, like acknowledging that that there was a problem, there something changed in my brain, and all of a sudden, um, I had I had to like live with all of these crazy symptoms that just started coming out uh um, i it, it was it was wild uh, my, like my heart felt like it was beating out of my chest i i was i was terrified nonstop. uh at, at that point my ex-wife my, my marriage was really falling apart and uh you know I, I i stopped living at home i stopped going back to base i i i had my jeep i would just go park on the beach and sleep uh you know in, in parks and things wow. uh i i attempted suicide in hawaii uh woke up four or five days later in, in the hospital. And, uh, that, that was kind of like at that point, the VA and the, the army was aware that there was a problem. It wasn't just like, okay, come back and talk to some docs. And now it was, yeah. that got me through the red tape and the bureaucracy. And, uh, I, I hate, um, that part of, of all hospitals. I think that that, that part is, is like, like not, not the easy part because it, it, it does exist. 
Once I got through all of that, the the, the doctors at the VA took amazing care of me. I spent two years in in therapy um, at the VA. Um, I chose not to go back on active duty and go to Walter Reed. There's, you know, you've probably heard there's there's like this uh, warrior transition brigade or, um, you know, the the, the place where they they let everybody go back to active duty to get treatment for for things that happen. And uh, um, when when all of this happened for me, it, it was... It was when Walter Reed was the the building with the bad story. It was like, like the, the the leaky plumbing and everything else that was going on with the old building before they moved to um, I think it's Bethesda now. But uh, but yeah, so I I reached out to a couple of friends who were there and and they they told me no 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 don't don't it's 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 not it's not as fabulous as it sounds. Yeah. So so I, I I took the option instead of going back on active duty for for treatment I I opted to stay as a reservist and go to the VA to to be taken care of for PTSD and they they did amazing. Um, we actually did this <laughs> this uh, exposure therapy where they they put me in a room with a virtual reality headset and put me back in a in a rock basically, and and the the whole room was built on this platform where it shook like the whole platform would shake wow and and it would put out these smells just like burning rubber and and gunfire and everything yeah. else and, and it was it was such an amazing experience um after the fact I, like i can look back now and laugh and and but uh, the, the the physical responses i had to something that i knew was like just like a video game just like call of duty was was amazing to me and and uh, i'm i'm grateful for the doctors who had patience to um keep waiting for me to you know try to do something harder and more more complicated but uh yeah it, it's uh it's something I, I will also tell people when when you when you um kind of like hit the bottom you, you you really have to look back and look at yourself and say you know like i i i could not handle my my symptoms by myself so w- when the doctors show up i should just shut up and do what they say. Yeah. Wow. And that was probably the, the, the best thing for me, uh, in all honesty, was just to, whenever the doctors told me to do something hard, I just like put my head down and did it. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been, um, a great, a great response. Yeah. And just, just listening to the people who know what they're doing. Hey dad, how you been? What's going on? Well, uh, not too much. We're in cleaning time. Well, did you weed whack? Did you get the carpets clean? Cause I know, I know mom's all about that, so I, I, I want to make sure you're ready to go. Well, yeah, um, I got the gutters clean, that's about it. That's it? Well, so when I said we whack and all that in the carpet, I kind of meant like the Manscaped 4.0. It's a little more personal. I understand, yeah. Works oh, I, awesome. Have you tried this? I have tried it and it works wonders. It really oh, does. Yeah. Okay. This is pretty cool. And uh, see, it comes with, uh, with an LED light. And I, I understand it's waterproof. It is waterproof. It works well. I tried it. You know, I mean, uh, it's a good product. It's a great product. I've tried other ones, and they're just so noisy, and and it's it, they don't uh, they don't cut very well. Wow, that, that's really good, Mike. Where do we get this? Well, you know, you can get it at Manscape.com, uh, and while you're at Manscape.com, you know that we got a code, so we get it cheaper. Really? Yeah. What, what kind of a discount can we get? We can get it at label free 20 and it gives you 20% off the product and it gives us free shipping. And uh, you know, I've tried some of the other products there because they got these all new Premier products um, like this here. 
It's for your, it's a deodorant. Now is it for underarm or other places or? Made it, you know, I tried, but it's for the underarm. Okay. That's, that's, that's where it's at. And you can also get it at uh, manscaped.com. Same code, we're using the code again. Label 320. Label 320. Free shipping. Free shipping. How can you go wrong with that, right? Wonderful. There were, God had bigger plans for you. So you are an engineer now by trade, right? And you are a marathon runner. So I'm, I'm sure that kind of helps too. <laughs> going for those runs. But now you've also created this incredible foundation called Lift and Shift. And, um, and it is f- specifically for veterans, correct? It, it, it's, it's, it's a, a, yes, it's, it's a, an IRS approved 501c3. And uh, we, we give back to the veteran community. I, 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 I struggled with a bit of survivor's guilt. Uh, and, and I wanted to find ways to give back. I was very, very big into nonprofits uh, uh, and spending a lot of my time with other veterans to begin with. And when I when I went through school, when I went through, uh, you know, my, my, my engineering degree, I, I started sitting in all these classes. And um, it, w- it was really weird to me because the, the, uh, everybody looked like me, but younger. I was I was like yeah. the only the only white dude in, in all of these classes. There were no girls. There were no like like it was just all white guys and they were all like like 18 maybe 20 um it 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 was off-putting to me and and when i started talking to other veterans about going back to school nobody was talking about going for things like engineering and i didn't understand why because it it, it's not that hard it's just a lot of math yeah and uh you know once once you once you prove that you can do the math you can use a computer to to do it for you so yeah Exactly, uh, and and I, I was I was all for that, uh, but but um, I I I wanted well I wanted more more engineer veteran friends so I could talk to about this kind of stuff. But but uh, honestly, um, it it was um, it was a way for me to to help other veterans find a, a better quality of life afterward. Because uh, I mean, engineers are are not digging ditches, not, not like right. army engineers that dig ditches, but uh, like an electrical engineer or a mechanical engineer or a biomedical engineer, they sit at desks and, and, you know, build bridges and phones and things. And, and that's not really a bad gig to be, yeah, to be honest. At all. So, um, I, I, I see a lot of other veterans struggling, you know, bouncing from job to job, to job. And, and there are so many, so many statistics out there that say that, 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 over half the veteran workforce leave their first job in the first year. Uh, there are all these all these difficulties with um, you know um, the transition in general from from military to civilian and uh, family issues, uh, job issues, training issues. They all kind of like coalesce into this this like massive problem with with all these tentacles that that, that reach out everywhere. And I I just it, it bothered me because I was in the same boat. Like, like nobody said you should go be an engineer. Yeah. At the VA, they, they said, here's, here's your, here's your benefits. Go do something. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, uh, so the, the, the whole premise of the nonprofit is to, to provide, um, uh, support and, and events that, that veterans can do with their family. Uh, first of all, because I, I've, my family fell apart when, when I, uh, you know, I had to, to face the PTSD and, and if I'd had a program, you know, where I could go play with my, my family with like, like building robots and stuff, it, it, it may have changed things for me. Uh, but, but also it gives veterans a, uh, um, 
a hobby, something to do to take their mind off of, you know, the spiraling bad thoughts. It also gives them kind of like this taste, like, oh, I, I want to try this. Maybe, maybe engineering is right for me. Maybe, maybe, maybe uh, computer science is right for me. Maybe I can go try these things without, you know, the expense. Uh, we can go to like a, a whole day workshop. We can get some food. We can play with our kids. And before you know it, at the end of the day, you, you built a robot that escapes a maze. And uh, my my job as you know, like like um, the developer of the programs, but also the host uh, when we do this stuff in person, is to to build that confidence to to make sure that everybody leaves without realizing they actually learned something because it it's actually more fun than than you know like classroom style like sit down and learn how to yeah. uh, solve you know the sides of a triangle kind of thing. <laughs> So, um, I, I, so yeah, I hear you say talking a lot about building robots. So where does, so are you all over the United States or are you located in one specific area? So I run things here in New York city oh, okay. and interesting story. So we, we started the nonprofit in 2017 and it was progressing slowly. We, we got our IRS approval uh, like a year later in 2018. Yeah. We, we started, uh, hosting these robot events in 2019. Everything was was growing very well here in New York City. And then this crazy virus tried to kill everyone. So we were we were locked down here and I I shut down everything basically. And and um interesting enough, I had a conversation with my sister who's a nurse. And uh when 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 COVID got got kind of like complicated for everyone, yeah. my sister who was a nurse in in maryland uh we were texting back and forth and she, she mentioned you know how isolated and how how hard it was for for her to deal with you know you know like quarantining and not going out and not doing things and not talking to people and my my, my answer was like well, well welcome to being a veteran uh, we, we don't fit in anywhere <laughs> and I, I, I like the light bulb turned on for me and i realized um i can i can change the way that our program works and we can we can do this online we can we can reach then we can reach people who are are really isolated because if if you can't make it to new york city you can't play with our robots but right right if i structure things right you can you can play with the robots you know online and that's when i i i started uh we started a team where uh in a slack channel where where we have volunteers from uh california to new york um we we started a Twitch channel where we can battle robots and okay. came up with a way behind the scenes so that they, it, people can code the robots and and I actually run the stream from my apartment. I, I move all the furniture out of the way uh, every weekend and and now it's it's like a table set up and a bunch of different robot tanks and things and and uh, yeah. So it's it's to, to answer your question, it it in person is here in New York City and we're we're, we're starting to do the the events again. Okay. Uh, in person now that, that things are kind of back to normal and but i'm i'm there's no chance i ditch this like online component because sure. that that's when I, I i realized like those are the people that need the most help the ones that are the most isolated and and i i really um you know those are the things that, that kind of like hit at home when, when my, my sister says it and she didn't realize because most people don't realize like un unless you've been through the you know this this uh this experience of serving in the military and coming home and realizing that some people don't want to talk about the military. Some people are uncomfortable talking about it. And, uh, you, you know, it's sometimes it's, it's a challenge. You, you feel 
like you don't fit in um you know in, in a in a corporate office you don't fit in at the gym you don't fit in anywhere really um yeah. because you're just used to a different lifestyle yeah so um what so let's say there's someone here in the chicagoland area a veteran that's um, looking to you know get involved with your organization what does that look like for them when they how would they go about utilizing your services or the your you know what you offer to help them with you know this transition Ooh, that's 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 an interesting question yeah i i mean it, it it's actually fairly simple if they go to our website and, and match the the join us button and fill all that in we we partner with id.me which is the company that that does all the verification now for the va okay. uh, so they, they can go and they can verify their service and match some buttons we get some notifications behind the scene i email them and say hey look um here's our here's our slack here's here's all the stuff you can join in you can do uh, anything with us i try to give them all of the resources that we get from sponsors and and connect them to other veterans uh in our in our programs uh, invite them to to play along behind the scenes or or just you know um jump into uh some streaming robot battles if they can very cool. Okay. And where can they find that where they can join? What's your, can you plug all your links? And shift.org. Okay. Yes. Awesome. Are you on social media as well? Yes. Uh, sometimes. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, th those things are scheduled so that they happen. But, uh, um, I think, uh, Twitter and Instagram are probably the, the, the more popular places. Okay. I'll make sure I put all those links in the show notes, you yeah. guys. So if you are a veteran or know of a veteran that could benefit from getting involved with Lift and Shift Foundation uh, with Tom and his team, do not hesitate to go have them click that link and join and see if this can help them in their their journey from uh, leaving the service. Uh, and I'm assuming any uh, anybody that's interested in being a sponsor or helping support can go there as well. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. That's that. That works too. <laughs> I don't, uh, I, I'm so bad at self promotion. <laughs> that's all right. Well, you're here, so I can help you with that a little bit. I I was terrible at it too. So, but you know, we eventually got to step out of our own way and, and do what we're called to do, right? So, um, we are right about at time. So this is the point of the show. I like to ask for any last words of wisdom and advice. So, based upon everything that you've been through and listening to your journey, sounds like it's been. Um, an enlightening one for sure for you and which has brought you to doing some incredible things for other veterans like yourself. What would you like to leave with the audience audience today? Oh my gosh. Um, I think in line with the rest of the conversation and, and the rest of the things we, we've talked about, I, I, I have this, this beef with people um, uh, who are afraid to ask for help. I would, I, I say this a lot. Uh, don't be afraid to ask for help. It, it's not a sign of weakness. Uh, it, it was my, my biggest, um, uh, problem was, was that I waited so long to ask for help and, and I let things, um, uh, unwind to the point that I, I, I couldn't control them. And, and, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it, it, it was so much better after I asked for help. And, and I, I, I just, I, it, it, honestly breaks my heart to, to hear when other veterans take the same path I took because they they were afraid of what would happen if they asked for help and and that would that would be the, the one thing that I would ask for any veteran is is just 
say something. There's there's the new 988 number. There there's 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 so many people who so many veterans who would listen, who would you know you know take a minute to say, hey, um, it's 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 not that bad. Maybe look at it this way, or or just uh, anything. But you you don't know if you don't ask. So yeah. don't don't ever be afraid to ask for help. Yeah, I love it. Thank you so much for that. Well, thank you for being a guest, Tom. Thank you for all that you have done and are continuing to do. Um, I really appreciate you sharing your story to for, with me and my audience. So keep us posted on anything new or any uh, new projects that come up that we can help support you in. Okay. Okay. All right. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. Please don't forget to subscribe, follow, rate, review, comment, share, all those good things. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.